What's up, everybody? You are now tuning in and listening to Cedric, Chris, Dempsey, and Justin, and we are the men of the year. Your mama's favorite group of men streaming on all major podcast platforms. So please subscribe to Men of the Year Pod for the latest content and leave a positive rating and review and let us know how we're doing. Also, follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram at Men of the Year Pod. And if you have questions, suggestions, need advice, or want us to discuss a specific topic, feel free to email us at menoftheyearpod at yahoo.com or shoot us a message on social media. We appreciate you and we thank you for joining us. Let's get to the episode. Men of the Year, Men of the Year, Men of the Year, Men of the Year. Hey, what is going on, fellas? All right, man, let's do it. <laughs> I'm ready, man. I'm ready. <laughs> hey, Dempsey in rare form tonight. I was everyone's weeks at least. Pretty good. I'm actually awake right now, boy. Man, I am sleepy oh. as hell. Good going for having us. I know. <laughs> do this so late, Dempsey. I'm dragging, man. I got a, I got a kid's birthday party i got a plan and whatnot <laughs> well gentlemen i appreciate you guys uh waiting for me to get back so yeah it's all good man it's all good it's I'm, all good we just teasing man. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be dragging a little bit but i'm okay yeah the the my oldest will be nine come oh, sunday that's yeah. right yeah so we got his little fortnight themed birthday party in full oh, effect tomorrow so goodness. yeah man Okay. Yeah, so hopefully it'll be a blast, man. Hopefully it'll be a blast. It's going to be a lot of kids. So. It's definitely going to be. Yeah, it really is. I'm excited for it. Well, <laughs> fellas, we are without Chris tonight. You know, I think he's just being an old man and he just can't hang with with us. So, which is funny <laughs> because he's younger than you, Dempsey. I know. If he, if he, if he thinks he old, what does that make me, man? Right. Anxious right. or ancient. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> he a little antiquated. Well, hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's uh let's keep this uh let's keep this episode short, quick, concise, yeah. and to the point, man. I want to ask you guys, you know, as we age, uh it's kind of weird that there's still some traits that you might have from when you were younger. It's kind of just you know, ingrained within your personality. But I wanted to find out from you guys if you guys know what they are. What's your most toxic trait? <laughs> um, I know for me, it was it was definitely alcohol. Um, at one point, uh, it was up until at least a couple years ago. Um, but other than that, for me, it was overthinking. I had to overanalyze just about uh, everything. Sound like but Chris. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Which um, could have been good to you know to some extent, but then I've learned to let go of that. Um, but uh, the other thing would definitely be um, making bad decisions in relationships. Um, Cedric, uh-huh. Cedric, you would know about that because I. Uh, I've broken up with uh, girls over the internet. 
Hey, yeah. And that's how I met Dipsy. It's funny, Justin, because it was like 2005. I was a freshman. And my roommate at the time, you know, uh, Ed, you know, he was in my wedding party. Uh, I think you met him, Justin. Of course you did. Uh, but he came to me yeah, like, yeah. he was like, man, I got this. I got a story to tell you. I just met this crazy ass dude. I was like, what? What do you do? He's like, <laughs> man, this motherfucker just broke up with his girlfriend over a text message. And I was telling him, hey, man, you don't want to do that. So like a couple hours later, Dempsey comes over with, with Ed. And he's pretty he's pretty much just validating everything that Ed was telling me. Like, man, this dude just he just broke up with his girlfriend via text message. And I was dying. I'm like, man, this dude is funny as hell. He, I know he's going to be a fun person to be around. <laughs> I was like, damn, he's savage. He don't get yeah. two fucks. Yeah, man, that's but that's something that I think has still kind of um, kept with me to some extent. Uh, but at least, um, in terms of, of present times, uh, the one thing would be, uh, scenarios, uh, what you mean? Putting myself in certain situations, uh, whether bad or good. So it's like, are they hypothetical situations? Yep. Like- yes, exactly. <laughs> hypothetical situations. That may not ever occur in your life. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and that is one thing that I am trying to uh, get myself away from. Mm. But it is it, that is easier said than done. <laughs> uh, other than that, uh, the overthinking, like I said, that's another one, you know, I'm trying to to stay away from but that's another one easier said than done so that's 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 what i got or what i have so yeah okay what about you justin what do you what do you think is your most toxic trait i haven't heard them all man i mean honestly um i'm gonna tell you a couple i guess the ones personally the one i think and then maybe uh, it kind of channels into what other people would say. Like me personally, I think my toxic trait is tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I mean by that is, like, you know how I am, man. When I'm focused on a goal and I'm passionate about it, that's all I'm looking at. I'm trying to get there. And, um, I know sometimes I may neglect certain things in certain areas because I'm so focused on that goal. And trying to get to that goal because the way I see it is if I hit that goal or of what I'm trying to do, the reason why I'm aiming so hard for that goal, because I know it's going to affect everything else um, outside of the tunnel and mm-hmm. it'll help make things better. So, um, so I think uh, for me, it's that. And then um, so, because it leads to other things where people might say like, I'm like, bullheaded i don't want to listen to other people i'm not open to criticism or anything like that like i was actually talking to a young lady and she stopped talking to me like i think we're still kind of cool now but it is what it is but like mm-hmm. dating wise she was like oh you're just too money focused but the reason why i'm money focused is because i mean if anything this pandemic has taught us to save you never know what's going to happen or anything like that so i try to be very frugal with my money and stuff like that. And I also try to be smart or like, I just don't try to go, I don't spend everything where she's like, you know, I'm trying to do this, 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 and this, and this, where I'm like, I'd rather live 
lower and below my means right now. That way later in life, I can really enjoy life. You know, mm. I don't want to be 65 and still having to work. Nothing against somebody that's doing that, but I don't want to be in that situation. I want to be 65 chilling on the beach or something like that, just relaxing. So um, I guess like my tunnel vision sometimes, I guess, would seem to make me uh, a bad partner in the current stage of what I'm trying to do right now. Okay. Okay. That's fair. So uh, for me, my most toxic trait is pettiness. I am one of the most pettiest individuals oh, ever. I don't know if you guys think that, but ask my ask my brother Nick, ask my wife Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> they will say that you know. Actually, what? I've been. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Actually, I, now I think about over some of the stuff that happened. Yeah, I remember the. Uh, Miami situation with a certain individual. I was like, I was in full support of it, but it was petty, but I was in full support of it. So. You know what? Whether people, you know, agree with it or not, hey, man, that's just what it is. Like, I roll with it. You know what? I, I fully embrace it. Like, I know that I'm petty. I've always been like that. I probably know the reasons why I'm petty, but that's just my most toxic trait. I've recognized okay. it. It's just it is what it is. I mean, I have I have reasons why I'm, I'm petty, but that's kind of what I want to get into the next question. I guess why is that your guys's trait, most toxic trait? There had to have been some type of either conflict or situation that kind of I guess moved you guys to to have this this way of thinking, this way of moving and behaving. Why do you guys think that the toxic traits that you guys had mentioned a little earlier, why does that toxic trait exist with you as of today? Um, for me, I would say it's kind of how society is right now. Like, I mean, you hear all these motivational stories from people and it's like, you know, I was always focused on the goal and I got there, blah, 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 all this other stuff. Like, um, so I was always told anybody can be successful because all you have to do is find someone that was successful in your lane and you just do the same thing they, they did. Mm -hmm. So most successful people are tunnel vision. Um, they're looking at their goal and stuff like that. And they try to get to their goal no matter what. So um, for me, and then also how I grew up, you know, like I wasn't very wealthy or anything like that as a kid. So yeah. me personally understanding that if I go out there and I build a certain amount of generational wealth, like me and my family can be okay. And like I said, like, you know, how I am like, I don't need to be, I'm not trying to be rich to be flashy. I'm trying to be wealthy to take care of my family and, and make sure they're uh, provided for and don't have to go without anything that yeah. they need. And also gives me the ability to decide what and want what and what I want to give them and stuff like that. So um, that's kind of like where I feel like me being tunnel vision is like helpful. But a lot of people, like I said, they can see it like, oh, like you're just focused on money, money, money. But it's more I'm focused on financial security. So it's a different it just depends on how you want to look at it. Right. I mean, for tunnel vision, that sounds like it's more priority mm -hmm. than tunnel vision. So, I mean, if I they're they're basing it 
they're looking at that more as as petty uh, instead of uh, priority. That's how they're looking at it. So I have a question. So what I want to ask you is this tunnel vision trait that you have that you have deemed toxic. Is it really detrimental to other people, though? Like, does your tunnel vision so. affect others? You think so? Uh, yeah, because um, I think we talked about sometimes, you know, where I talk to you guys about like our friendship, like sometimes, you know, I just go off the grid and like I disappear for a while because I'm trying to focus on like, you know, bettering myself or like just kind of like re- readjusting myself or realigning. So sometimes I disappear. And then sometimes when I'm like, you know, maybe forming a relationship uh, with women and stuff like that. I actually went on a date before I uh, joined my current employer. And this girl, like, she was asking me about my credit score, my 401k, and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. And me, personally, I didn't have a problem with that. So, like, but it also taught me, I was like, you know, maybe I should be asking these questions, too. And then, like I said, I was talking to a young lady, and I started asking that stuff. And she was like, that's when she deemed that I was, like, so money-focused and stuff like that. And I was just like, I don't think so. Like, um, you know, I just feel like at this age, I think these are certain questions I should be asking. Yeah. Uh, or I feel I feel I should be asking. Not should. I feel that, like... So, but also I can, I understand like sometimes my tunnel vision can make me come off insensitive when I am, I guess, uh, asking questions or sometimes building certain relationships with people. I can make them feel that they might not necessarily be a priority, but in my mind, the reason why I'm trying to get to this goal is because you're a priority. So maybe I'm not Mm. very communicative about it. Cause like, like I said, like for me, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like the vision that I have, the reason why I'm focusing on that is so I can take care of the priorities. And maybe sometimes I may neglect the priorities like emotionally and stuff like that. Like, especially for women, I know it's not always about like physical, but like being for being there for them emotionally and being able to have that capacity to be able to understand, you know, if she's walking around the house, not talking to you, maybe something's wrong and stuff like that. Where versus like, oh man, she'll be all right. You know, I'm trying to focus on this. I'll deal with it later. Got it. Okay. Okay. Appreciate you breaking that down for us. Yeah. I mean, for me, particularly, the reason why I put alcohol was because um, I'd rather be drinking instead of wanting to spend time with my family and, um, you know, my friends. Um, It really, it really did affect me. Um, And obviously, it got to the point where I relapsed. shouldn't say relapse, but um, I, you know, I had a major seizure. Um, and in terms of overthinking, you know, I'd rather just, you know, I'd rather do it, you know, just go for whatever, go for that goal. Um, um, in terms of relationships, you know, just pretty much the same thing for that. Uh, you know, don't think about things that might be a mile away you know just if someone if something is bothering you just be honest and upfront with that person you know because mm-hmm. you can't be uh you can't be concerned about you know appearances or um little things like that because that'll eat you up and obviously i've i've learned that you know the hard way so many times and 
uh, it's it's just not worth it, you know. And I, you know, that was even though that was years ago. So, for, but as for me, for the the scenarios that, like I said, that's something that I'm I'm still working on. Like I said, that was um, for the overthinking. You know, that's both the past and the present. Okay. But oh oh um oh sorry. No, go ahead. Go go for it. Man. Um I, I just thought about another one, which was me being impulsive. Uh for, as to why I'm impulsive, I don't know where or what, what makes me impulsive, but if there's something that makes me want something, mm-hmm. uh that will just I'll I'll want something. Like I just I need it, I want it. Um, more likely I'll need it, whether it was someone, you know, the, what, you know, the latest shoes, clothes, video game. Uh, Mm. I I think that started when I was young. Um, it just, it, it bothered me and, um, I've, I've learned to control it a lot more, but there's still, um, times where it, it'll, it'll bother me still. So I don't know. So I got a question for you. So your lack of impulse control, has it affected other people? I don't think so. Um, you know, people that I work with, I don't think that it's it's affected them. But I think I don't think it's it's uh, rubbed off on them. You know, I don't hope so. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, it can be a dangerous thing, though. So. So I know how you said that you were very dependent on alcohol for a a lengthy amount of time. And this could be an episode for the future, but your dependency on alcohol, did that affect, you know, relationships with, you know, women or your family and friends? Um. With uh, certain women, it did, especially if they were the same way with alcohol. That can definitely rub off on someone. Oh, yeah. Yes, it can. Um, Like it it never got physical at all. But uh, if you didn't control it at all, um, you know, if you're drinking every day, Mm-hmm. Or if you didn't stop, didn't know when to stop, then yes. Uh, then or if there was never any type of intervention, then yeah. Um, and I think that's um, I know I'm probably the one person that that um, drew up the red flag was was definitely my parents, and I think that was probably about twelve years ago. One person in particular. Um, yeah, I think it's like 2009. I, was, I think you you probably remember her. Um, uh, we were at, um, well, I, I won't say any names, but is it the start of D? No, oh, no, okay. this, this was this was <laughs> this was before that. Uh, Cedric, you were you might remember her. Um, we were, um, you came and picked me up from her house. I uh, started to come back. Yes. <laughs> yeah, um, you were a, a drunken mess. Yes. Yes. Uh, 
because I was yeah. there for a lot of a lot of the you know uh, binge drinking episodes that you had, and even after you know we all graduated, I mean I I knew that you were still drinking, but I didn't know that you were like heavily drinking, like man, because yeah. you were, you were knocking them back, bro. But I didn't I didn't think too much of it. I'm like hey, you know you ain't got shit else to do, you know why not crack crack open a brew or two. But, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, anyways, anyways, yeah. Um, yeah. So, that was those four one. Those four traits are definitely the ones mm-hmm. that um, are really the ones that get me the most. Yeah. Okay. I I, uh, I appreciate you sharing that. It's not easy to recognize that and then share it with others. You know, because mm-hmm. you might feel either vulnerable or, or uncomfortable at the time. Uh, I think for me, the reason why I'm petty is because I try to, to be the best version of myself and I try to give the best version of myself to everybody I come into contact with. And I always come from a, from a good place, from a, um, from a, a place where I, I'm very genuine and authentic and I'm not trying to be harmful. But when I uh-huh. find people who aren't either, they're not being real with me and they're representing. And I think we talked a little bit about it on the last episode about whether or not you're being real or you're representing. And there's a, there's a huge difference. But when you're representing, I felt like, you know, you are being harmful to me and that was never a good feeling because yeah. in my in my soul, I know that I was always coming from a good place of standing. And when you double cross that, it always made me feel a type of way. And I could right. probably date this back all the way to elementary or even, you know, middle school. Like, I'm sure that I, there was a, a middle school crush that I had or a girlfriend that I had. And she she did me wrong. Actually, it, it did. Well, I did have one like middle school girlfriend do me wrong. And I was like, OK, so two can play that game. Like, if you're gonna get, <laughs> that's where if, it started. <laughs> yeah, that's where it started. Like you get down on me. I'm going to get down on you. Like it's an eye for an eye. Like I don't like I'm tired of being the bigger person with everything. So I always fight fire with fire. And you know what? Let's have an episode about about that in the future. It was always a tough pill for me to swallow that I will always try to do my best by somebody. And they do something totally out of left field that just affected me so negatively that it really caused some type of reaction in my being where I had to pretty much behave and do a complete 180 on them. And if you get down on me, I guarantee you, I'm either A, going to get you back, of it's going to be of equal proportions, or it's going to be greater. Like, I do not care. <laughs> like, I'm a very nice guy. But if you do something to me that I feel was egregious, it was it was coming from a from an ill place. I, I gotta get you back. Like once I and once I get you back, 
I'm going to feel 100% satisfied and I can live with that. Understandable. (laughs) It's so bad. It it, it really is. I, I feel like... I'm laughing about it right now, but I'm I'm sure that a lot of our listeners are like, dude, that is not healthy. <laughs> and, oh man. <laughs> like it's sad that I think that way, but I, I can't help it. No, I can't help no, it. I understand because it just it came to mind because you know how we were talking from about this the other day about how chill I am. Mm-hmm. Um I was thinking about this and it's yeah, it's all fun and games, uh, how chill I may be, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, when, when I was an assistant, you know, it, it's all fun and games, you know, how it, you're supposed to be, um, a boss first and then, you know, friends later. Yeah. Um, I felt like at times that it was friends first and then a boss, um, so there would be times that I would have to write that person up. And when I would have to go do that, they'd be like, Oh, you're going to write me up. Hmm. And they, it's like, they were in almost total disbelief and it would be like 95% of the time. Mm -hmm. um, My tone would be, you know, just total, you know, still chill, you know, really, you know, whatever. But then when you when I when I lose or use that that five percent, that 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 tone, mm-hmm. it's like I don't know or that they never see that 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 madness that make up on them. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. And, and you, I, gotta, you like have to be careful with that because you're setting yourself up. And you're giving this person two different versions of yourself. Now, while you're saying that you were a boss to them and you were a friend to them, more times than not, they're going to see the version of you as a friend more than of a boss, where you have to be able to put your foot down. And when you have to put your foot down, you got to put that that buddy buddy card in your back pocket and you got to get real on them. So that's that's tough when, you know, in that type of position that you were in, you know. Right. And that's the problem, though, is that you should it should be more like 50 50. So it's like when I when like I said, when it's like 95 to five, though, it was more outweighing. So it's like um, it, it kind of snuck up on them to the point of where they didn't expect that not yeah. to wear to that magnitude. Like, oh, so shit, this guy's for real. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I I don't I don't I didn't like having to use such a, you know, such a a tone of voice to them. So that's, you know, part of that did was the reason why I I did um, step down as an assistant, other than, you know, the fact of my my health as well, because it was just, you know, with the paperwork. But anyways, yeah, taking a toll. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. So but. When I was a manager, man, I don't know. I just, me personally, I always kept my work and business relationship separate because, like, I mean, yeah. for me, I have you guys. I don't really need, like, extra friends, like, at work or anything like that. Like, I mean, I'm cool with company functions and stuff like that, but also understand you got to protect yourself because you might be out drinking one night, right? You know, you say something crazy. You know, somebody's up for a promotion. Oh, I remember he said this, you know, so... 
uh, that's something that I like the culture that I was in where I was a manager at, it was like that. So I learned to protect myself real fast and stuff like that. And then also mm-hmm. at the same time, like, you know, people was like, yeah, man, Justin's an asshole, but he a fair asshole. And I was fine <laughs> with that reputation. No, I was, I was fine with that reputation, bro. <sighs> like, uh, you, you was late. After a certain while, yeah, I'm gonna talk to you. I'm writing you up. And like we uh mm-hmm. like they switched me uh on departments one time. They switched me departments and people was like, Oh yeah, because it was a girl that she was always late, always late. But the other manager, you know, he had liked her. She was a nice girl. I had no problem with her because she wasn't in my department. But yeah, as soon as she came <laughs> on her apartment, I looked at all I said, I said, Oh no, I gotta write you up. Mm. <laughs> hey, but within a week or so, she hey, she was on time. She's every on day, time. Like, so, but at the same time, like if I would have just let her slide because the other manager slide, that would have been a yeah. dent into that managerial, uh, you know, relationship. So I think it's different at certain kind of jobs where this job was, um, it was very, like you had to be very uh, managerial. So certain jobs, like you can be a manager, but I think it allows you to to be friends and stuff like that. Like there's other companies where it seems like that's the culture where you can be. It's just this wasn't the culture of that, I guess. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's the same thing here with my current employer too. Like, uh, there's certain levels that you don't hang out with. Like, you're cool yeah. and cordial with them at work, but like, you'll never see them outside of work. Yeah. yeah. Those yeah. people, right? Just because of just because of how it looks and stuff like that, and it's not very professional with them. But like at work, yeah, like you know, like my boss, like um, you know, I joke around with him and stuff like that. I talk to him, but like I don't eat with him. You know, like I'll if I see him at the cafeteria, I do say hi to him and stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta be careful with that. I'm glad that you whipped that uh that employee into shape on showing up on time because you know what they say: early is on time, on time is late, and if you late, man, you might as well forget about it. So, nah, she was like there. more than 15. She was like more than 15 minutes late. Yeah, we I'm can't like, be having that. <laughs> I'm like, you know, because you get like I don't know if people know, but you get like seven minutes, you know, something like that. And I was like, and I was trying to be understanding. I'm like a couple of times because I had other people come in late. I'm like, you know, it's not a big, big deal. But when it's like all the time, I'm like, uh-uh, oh, listen. Nah, 15, like, after 15 minutes, though, you can replace a, that person. Yeah, that's a problem uh, right there. 15. Whew. Well, um, the comp- yeah, the company I work for is, is all about hours and stuff like that. So, like, um, especially like when I switched to overnight and I was like trying to get stuff done, like you're when you do your payroll, you're allowed to search so many hours based on like the tasks that you have to do. So, you know, I'm a numbers person, so mm-hmm. I'm losing 15 minutes. So like now if I, if you got four shifts, what's that's like an hour. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot. Yeah. So I, I lost an hour that week, you know, where, mm-hmm. so uh, it's, it, things like that just start adding up to me. Yeah. Like, and it's not a good look. It's not a good look. So I got a question. Um, and it's probably going to be the last question of this episode actually it's one of two but uh do you guys have a plan to change or limit and curb or try to abolish and get rid of your most toxic trait Mm. (laughs) you cringed when i said that (laughs) that's hard like i said especially for like the scenario one because that's that's just again that's that's all i'm thinking about that's that's hard because not only when when you live alone you don't have anyone to sit there and say stop thinking about that Mm. um so well you know how you can get rid of that trait because i don't know how 
find somebody who you can you can find somebody who uh wants to be a part of your life <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah, I mean, good, yeah but i know that that's something that uh, you don't want to you know try to pursue uh, i mean if you had somebody who was there with you who could talk right. to you about certain things like because you know when because i i spend a majority of my of my week working from home like i can work in my office if i wanted to and i go in and probably about once a week and most right. of the other times I'm, I'm working from home but you know when my wife comes home and you know i just straight up ask her you know what's how, how was your day and I'll just let her decompress. Tell me all about it, whether whether it was good, bad, or indifferent. Just tell me about your day because it will make you feel so much better. So maybe if and I and I know I know where you're currently at. You know your present state of of dating and relationships, but you know maybe that's something that you could, you know, have hope for in the in the future. Maybe not in the right. near future, but. Right, right. And for each one of these, obviously, you want to, you want to, you know, eliminate each one of those uh, one by one, you know, you can't just, yeah, you know, you can't get rid of it just like that. So, um, you know, and uh, each day, you know, I, I try to get out uh, and walk. Um, but I think the problem with that is, see, I'm, I'm doing it right there. So, uh, like the, <laughs> so, hey, but you caught it though. The you did time, catch it. No so that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Justin? Uh, so for me, yes. Um, I think once I get to a certain point where I feel comfortable and what I've been trying to establish, I think I will ease back and start. Um, being more aware of other things around me besides that tunnel. Um, but like I said, for me, um, I feel like I'm doing it for the people that's around me and I'm trying to provide a lifestyle for us. So at the same time, like, you know, I've, I've realized, uh, especially this year, losing good relationships because I've been so focused on the future and not necessarily the present. So, um, I, right now I am working on easing back a little bit, just um, collecting my thoughts, like basically people I trust and I talk to about the situation mm-hmm. and kind of getting both sides of it. Uh, so I am kind of easing back a little bit on it. So, uh, and trying to realize, you know, what's more important. Um, Cause I mean, for me, um, if you're an entrepreneur, you know, that doesn't kill your spirit or anything like that the money's always going to be there. You're always going to find a way to generate that income. But at the same time, there is there, you don't want to miss everything in life just because you've been so focused on uh, building. Right. Okay. I appreciate that. I'm sure that Dempsey does as well. From yep. Me. I mean, we're going to be getting, you know, another stimulus check soon. Straight to the investment. You already know. Thank you. Uncle Joe. <laughs> Sleepy uncle Joe. <laughs> Yeah, I ain't know. I, I didn't know we was getting another stimmy boy. You just oh, I didn't know that yeah. either. Oh yeah, I mean, come next month. I mean, oh, they're I, they're working well, on it. So well, yes, compl- sir. Ooh. none of us will complain about free money. So, well, 
I don't know, three. Uh, that's yeah, a whole different fruit. subject. Yeah. Stay ahead of inflation, my friends. Stay yes, ahead of sir. inflation. Yes, yeah, sir. that's that's the thing. It's not coming from the IRS, not from the government. It's supposed to be coming from another source. Mm. Oh, they doing drug money? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just joking. We do not participate in any of those activities. No, we do not. Uh, no, we do not. Uh, joke. Well, for me, I don't plan on changing. Fuck it. You do me wrong, you're getting your ass back. <laughs> you do me wrong, motherfucker. Guess what? Revenge is a dish that's best served cold. I'm going to get your ass back. So, I don't think yours is that bad, though. You don't think being petty is all that bad? No, because you're married no. and you have a wife and kids. So, I mean, they accept you for you. Mm-hmm. I will and say. You're not, uh, you're not hurting anybody. Yeah. They still no. love you for who you are, man. Well, you're not like intentionally hurting people. Unless I have to, not physically, but I mean, if you if you get me emotionally, that might be a problem. I'm gonna get you. But it seemed like a way somehow. Yeah, it seemed like it's more like if you try me, but like you don't just you're not just petty for no reason. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. No, no, not at all. You like you have to do something to me. For me to behave that way, I'm just not gonna do it just off a of jump, off a of rip because I wanted to. No, it's a reactive emotion that I'm going off of that I'm gonna have to. You like when I get back at you, it's it might be bad, mm. it might be worse than what you did to me. Mm. That's just how it is. Right. I mean, I like I said, I've been like this for a very long time, so. Have I ever planned on wanting to change it? I don't know. I've, there's a lot of people out there that, you know, um, whether they consciously or unconsciously know that they're doing harm to others. Uh, you kind of put in whatever. Well, sometimes I believe in karma. Sometimes I don't. Um, it just kind of depends on the situation. But okay. me personally, if you if you do something bad to me, I am petty enough to get you back whether it's tomorrow three months six months nine months a year two years when you least expect it i might end up doing it bro so. yeah you definitely petty because you know for a male to think <laughs> two years two years down the road that you got to get some money uh-huh. back bro that's yeah 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 i'm on your ass you said two years <laughs> i am on your bumper like mm-hmm like you, you probably be thinking like, man, says probably way over that, you know. Nope, nope. <laughs> I hold grudges, motherfucker. <laughs> man, I hope I don't ever piss you off, damn. Oh man, yeah, that's that's bad. That's bad. Cool, man. It's healthy conversation, you know, with the two of you, Chris. I would ask you, but you're not on today's episode, so. Maybe we'll ask you another time, or you know what? We probably won't ask you. <laughs> hey, yo, <It> is. <laughs> we're gonna get an email about shaming Chris for not being on the episode. You know, this culture right now, they're like, Hey, yo, why y'all shaming Chris? <laughs> oh, we love you, Chris. We love you, man. We wish you were here with us on this episode. But uh, before we get up out of here, you guys, I want to ask y'all, I want to do something different. Mm-hmm. We, we work long weeks. And uh, I kind of wanted to find out from y'all what was your theme song or theme movie of the week? Theme the big- song. Oh my goodness! 
if you could pick any song, any movie, doesn't matter what it is, what is your song or movie that you for are me, dedicating to the week? For me, the uh, theme song, at least I've been jamming out to for the last week or so, has been uh, Cool Night by Paul Davis. Uh, for y'all, you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was it was an 80s song. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was uh, from a particular uh, movie or not, but yeah, it was just real chill. Yeah. But yeah, and then for as for the movie. Um, oh, you doing a movie too? Yeah. Okay. Infini- right. Infinity War. Oh, Avengers Infinity War, huh? That's yeah, all. That's man. a good one, man. That yeah. is a good one. So, Thank you for sharing. What about you, Justin? What's your theme try song to or a, movie? Yeah, I'm going to try to keep it on a positive note because right now it's a lot of crazy stuff going on. So it's this song called Deeper uh, by Kylie Ray. It's actually pretty good. Um, one of my female friends is posting. I listened to it. I was like, oh, it's actually a pretty good jam. Okay. Well, since we are on the five-year anniversary of Prince's death. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, man, because he passed away on... April, was it the 20th or 21st, 2016? I know because I'm a huge Prince fan. Mm. But uh, I think mine is Kiss by Prince. That's my jam right there. Purple Rain. Oh, Purple Rain is a classic. So, so yeah. uh, Prince, Prince's Kiss. Yeah. Kiss. Yeah. (laughs) No, that was good. Hey, I just saw a video of him and uh, a DMX talking about it. Uh, he was like, "Man, Prince was a gangster." Like, yeah, he was, and he could, yeah, hoop, like, man, like yeah. for real, he could hoop too. Like, don't let the heels to- fool you. Yeah, he'll break your ankles, boy. <laughs> Bust your ass on the court. You don't have to be rich to be my girl. My girl. Don't have to be cool to rule my world. Oh, yeah, let me stop, man. We ain't getting we ain't getting any uh <laughs> money for comment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let me stop. Let me stop. Well, cool, gentlemen. Hey, uh, great conversation. We will be back next week. We are men of the year. Your mama's favorite group of men. Till next time, y'all. Peace. Men of the year. Men of the year. Men of the year. Men of the year.